Hi, friends. Welcome to the most awkward 15 seconds of your life, <laughs> aka our intros. Um, if you guys have suggestions for like a fun intro, like theme music or something like that, um, please, please tell us. Uh, we we need it. Yeah, we sound a little desperate, but it's because we are. Legit, legit. <laughs> the intro is one thing that we still haven't like really figured out, and we always just say, hi, friends, and then yeah. we just pretend like we know what we're doing and then we kind of get into it but man yeah they're awkward so please help us if you have any suggestions Musical talent we will take anything yeah. yep i uh i texted becky um when our last podcast went out because we also listened to it because we're so late. fun <laughs> yeah we're still just in awe i'm sure by like if we reach episode 200 we'll be like nah we don't need to listen to it yeah. but right now we're still just like marveling over this but i texted becky right at the beginning as i was listening to the podcast and i was like we need an intro because yeah. this is our intros so need awkward. help so thank you for bearing with us yeah. and continuing to listen to our podcast after the most awkward 15 seconds of your life yeah and this time around it was way longer than 15 seconds yeah. but hopefully only the first 15 were awkward <laughs> oh man um we also just again wanted to say thank you so much for everyone who is listening and um supporting us and sharing on social media and commenting and liking and just all of that um we are so thankful for you guys and this is obviously um to glorify god but for you guys as well it's not for us so yeah, Thanks. I just am continually floored by the amount of encouragement and love that mm -hmm. it, we have been getting. And I'm just so excited that we're all in this journey together. Like, I know that you guys aren't here with us sitting and recording this podcast, but knowing that we're doing this for people who are actually listen, it's yeah. so much more purposeful yes like it gives us purpose and so we thank you for that and yeah. and we just pray that you're continually learning and growing just like just like we are as mm -hmm. we prepare for these podcasts so yeah yeah thank you to all of our our friends and family who are listening and, and yeah the people who maybe don't know us yeah. thank you to oh, everyone we did it again we didn't tell them who we were oh okay who are Which, you I'm, who who am i <laughs> wow we went real deep real fast i'm anna bowman and i'm becky friesen <laughs> because again you said friends and family because i'm like yeah the only people listening to this are our yeah. friends and families and i'm like no i think there are well there are people who are connected to me that don't know you yeah or vice versa exactly yeah. so we have to remember that so yeah, yeah that's who we are <laughs> yeah and welcome to the third episode of make him known yeah um and speaking of getting to know us we're gonna go into our fun facts now um so i'm gonna start us off and right now i am 24 but by the time you listen to this i will be 25 mind blow <laughs> wow such a cool fun fact so anna when is your birthday um yeah that's a fun fact for a different day that's too much information <laughs> too soon yeah just they, like when you were like i don't know whether we should say where we live they can't know where i live and know my birthday like my identity is going to be stolen at this point that's too much anyways her birthday is april oh you're 29th. actually gonna tell them yeah. okay cool cool yeah it's april 29th so it was a few days ago for you guys but it's like not yet for me time is a weird thing yeah anyways yeah. <laughs> continuing on yep um my fun fact for this episode is that i have been to guatemala five times i work with ministry down there called pilas um it's a spanish uh acronym is that an acronym yep, yep. is that every letter says so, anyways yep, <laughs> yep. um and i i always explain that like half my heart is there because mm -hmm. i really just love it there so much and um 
I I originally started going there through Tyndale, which was the university that I went to. But I also went one time with uh, my dad. And I also went once with my friend Shannon and once just on my own. And so, yeah, I just love Guatemala. I love the culture. I love the, the people and the community. And I just think it's a really lovely place. Um, can you say something in Spanish for us? Uh, um, yes. Uh, soy una mono. <laughs> And what does that mean? I am a monkey. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. Yep. That's good. <laughs> also, um, I want to go to Guatemala with you one day. Okay. Yeah. You can come too. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I literally <gasps> want record, all my friends and family to come to Guatemala. Let's it's record a podcast from Guatemala. And it'll be all in Spanish. No. <laughs> it will not be. It'll be like three words if that was the yeah, case. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, okay, so before we get into um our metaphorically speaking segment, um, can I just share a cool God thing that happened? Yeah, a connecting okay. the dots. Yeah, moment. connecting the dots moment, definitely. So the day that our last podcast came out, so April 15th, um, for those if you didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, it was our first metaphorically speaking, and it was on faithfulness. And so we launched it in the morning. Becky and I were texting about it, getting it all set up. Um, and then I was watching the Bible project, which is a really cool channel on YouTube. You guys should check it out. Um, they just have awesome videos explaining how to read the Bible and, um, word studies. And so they were doing a word study on get this faithfulness. And I was like, well, I 100% have to watch this. So I was watching it and then they referenced Exodus 34, six, which I had read in my Bible study that morning, which like all the dots connecting, like those three things that connected and just the fact that it happened all on that day. Yeah. Like it would have been one thing if it was like, oh, it happened gradually through the week still would have been super cool. But the fact that Exodus 34, six was what I read as part of my devotions that morning. And then I just happened to watch this Bible project video on the day that our faithfulness podcast came out. Literally like, crazy. So, yeah. so cool. Only God could orchestrate something like that. Exactly. Yeah. It was one of those God moments. And so I wanted to share that uh, with you guys. Yeah. And I, I love that because like we always talk about how this podcast is that we want to see God and then after seeing him, we want to make him known. So this was a way that you saw God. And so we are telling you guys about it because he is a God who can do things like this. Like yeah. it's not a coincidence that no. this happened. He definitely orchestrated that and he's a, a master planner and he connected those dots. So that's cool. Yeah. So. It was a really cool moment. And yeah. I was like, oh, I 100% have to share this with everyone. Cause you guys, if you listen to the faithfulness podcast, like that was all happening the day that you guys listened to it. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So before we get into it, just like last time we wanted to just start with prayer. Cause again, um, this is about glorifying God and learning more about him. So we mm-hmm. want him to be involved in this and just working in all of your hearts as well as Becky and mine. So we're just going to go to God in prayer now. Mm-hmm. Dear God, I thank you so much again for this opportunity um, and just this amazing platform of being able to uh, make a podcast and just send it out and that people can listen to it and that um, you have just given us this opportunity and the gifts and the talents to do something like this. And God, I pray for each and every person who is listening to this, whether it is shortly after it came out or years from now, people might be listening to this as well. God, I pray that you would just be working in their lives, that your Holy Spirit would just be 
um, revealing yourself and more of your character to them. And that through um, what Becky and I have to say from you today, that we would just uh, learn more about you and that we would see you and that Becky and I would be making you known, but that the people listening would um, just know more about you as well and then pass that information um, along. And I just thank you for analogies, for metaphors, and just ways that we can understand more of who you are, um, just based on things around us and experiences that we have had. So I pray that you would just be um, in this time, in this podcast, and uh, in these moments ahead, and that we would glorify you through it, and that we would just learn more about you and just see you. So I thank you for this time, uh, and we just give you all the glory in everything that we do. Amen. Amen. Okay. So last week or not last week, I, I did this last time, not last week, but last podcast, last episode was our first metaphorically speaking segment, um, which is how we want to make God known is through metaphors and analogies and testimonies. And it was all based around, um, the idea of God being faithful and that Mm -hmm. characteristic of him. And then we did different metaphors and analogies based off of that. Um, but this time we want to talk about plants. Um, as you have seen by the name of the podcast. Yeah, every and the, time I know, we're like, surprise, surprise, except for it's already known. It's already the in title. the title <laughs> and the graphic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so instead of looking at a specific attribute of God, we want to talk about different ways that Becky and I have seen um, God and understood him more in our um, walk of faith with him through um plants and scripture and just stories that we have. Um, So it looks a little different than it did last time, but that's what we're going to be doing uh, today. Yeah. So we're going to get started with talking about um, a metaphor that Jesus himself uh, uses in scripture. It comes from John 15. It's a very well-known passage. It's the true vine. And I'm going to just read this passage for us. I'm going to read it from the message version. Um, And I'm reading it from the message version because it's poetic and it's easy to understand. And it just makes it really like... It just is really clear. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read verses 15 or sorry, chapter 15, verses one to eight. So it says, I am the real vine and my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes and every branch that is grape bearing. He prunes back so it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you in the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself but only being joined to the vine you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me i am the vine and you are the branches when you are joined with me and i with you the relation intimate and organic the harvest is sure to be abundant separated you can't produce a thing i love how like simply put that is separated you can't produce a thing anyone who separates me Sorry, anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown into the bonfire. But if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is when you produce grapes and when when you mature as my disciples. And I love how the message just portrays this this. parable, I guess it is in a sense, this, this idea, this metaphor, um, cause I love the connection that is made from the farmer to the vine, to the branches. So the father, like God, the father is the, the farmer. 
God, Christ the Son is the vine, and then we are the branches. And I just love the intentionality that's put into this. And it's it's so clear. If you're not connected to the vine, you're not going to produce anything. Yeah. And like even in the vine, there still is like a, a overseer, a farmer who yeah. is still pouring into the vine or nurturing it in that mm-hmm. sense to use these these plant like terms. Like yeah. like there is still nurturing that happens in that sense. And there's so much intentionality and so much purpose that brings everything together that just so clearly portrays our relationship to Christ, our relationship even to the father, because the father is the one who like, it's like a, um, a hierarchy, a hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we have connection to the father, to the farmer, and we also have connection to Christ. And it's just cool how the father's love is almost like trickled down Mm -hmm. through it. Like I just, I love this, this metaphor that he uses and it it's so easy to understand because we can understand far- like this plants. idea of yeah. plants yeah and like farming and it reminds me a little bit of a game that i play um i play a game called heyday if you want to be my friend on heyday you can just <laughs> let me know um but like it's funny because i have to like nurture plants and i grow wheat and every time you plant one wheat you get two wheat So that's how you make wheat or like that's how you make certain things. And like there's you have to wait time like Mm. wheat is the fastest one. It's two minutes. But you if you like plant pumpkins, if you plant one pumpkin, you get two pumpkins. But it takes like three hours or something like that. So like there's still time that you have to wait. But you do reap like produce. It's not produce. You do a harvest. Yeah. Harvest. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's the same idea where like we are being poured into and there will be a harvest when that time comes. Yeah, exactly. And I always have loved the idea. Um, plants just remind me of our walk with God and Mm -hmm. our walk in like the Christian faith and the fact that it's not just a one-time thing. And this is something that God has been teaching me um, a lot very recently. And I've kind of brought up this idea of plants with some different friends in a different context. And one of them is just this idea for those of us who have grown up in church and... Um, <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just understood that right now. Yeah. Grow up in church. Um, we use that phrase so often and don't think about how it applies to plants. I know. Um, so we grow up in church and we always hear this phrase of like, oh, the only thing we have to do to be saved is this. And so uh, especially for me, like being the children's ministry coordinator at grace like i'm telling kids all the time how to become a christian and just getting it into their brain because i want them to know Mm -hmm. and we always say the only thing you have to do is you know admit that you are a sinner ask jesus to come into your life and to forgive you of your sin and accept that he is the son of god and that he died on the cross and rose again and we just emphasize this whole idea of that's the only thing that's the only thing like only in like capital italic um letters right and the reason that we do that is because we don't want anyone to think that it's based off of works. Like there is nothing that we can do to get ourselves to heaven. There's not, Hallelujah. right? Like yeah. there's not a certain amount of good things that we need to do, a certain amount of people we need to tell. Like we, our faith is based off of grace. Like it's just a gift that has been given to us. But in saying that, I think we um, misrepresent what happens after we become a Christian? Because mm. we have this idea of like, okay, the only thing I have to do is pray this prayer and then like I'm set. And we do that at VBSs and church and Sunday school all the time. It's like, okay, the kid said the prayer, like he's going to heaven, like he's stamped with that like approval, right? Yeah. And like, yes, that is true. The only thing that we have to do is to accept that gift of salvation. But then I talk to so many people who 
ask about the idea of like, oh, can we lose our salvation? Or they get frustrated with the fact that like um, they have to continually hand over the sin to God or surrender to them. And I was talking to a friend a while ago about this, like being a Christian is like planting a flower. We never plant the flower, whether it's already grown or it's from a seed, we don't just plant it and then walk away and go, great, I've planted it. Like never have to do anything about it ever again. That's how plants die. Like that's why I'm not good with plants because I'm just like, okay, it's in that pot. Like you're all set to go. Yeah. And then I never look at it ever again. And then three years later, I'm like, oh, it's dead because there's a continuality to it. Like we have to continue taking care of that plant. And so I love this idea of we plant the flower, we plant the seed, and then we have to water it. We have to make sure that it gets sunlight. We have to make sure it has good soil. And we do all of these things so that it continues to grow Mm because it's not a one-time process. And the same is true with us and our faith. Yes, we do that initial act of like admitting, asking, and accepting Jesus into our life. But then after that, God wants us to grow just like the vine and the branch, right? He wants us to be reading his word, to be going to church, having community with people, praying to him, growing in who we are as a Christian in like continuing afterwards. And so it's that idea that I love to connect to a plant. And we see this through scripture with sanctification. Like it's a Mm -hmm. process and nurturing and growing. And it's not just a one and done deal. Yeah. There's a, it has to continue. Yeah. And that's really like the, the idea of discipleship. Yeah. Like it's not when, when you become a Christian, it's, if there's no discipleship, like what's the purpose? Like you have to be growing and you have to be continuing in your walk with the Lord. Cause that's where, that's where the relationship really happens. And if that doesn't happen, it's, it's bad news bears. Yeah. It's pointless. Yeah. It's like evangelism evangelism and discipleship works together. Yeah. Like you can't have one and not the other. You have to have both. And um, Becky had read about the vine and the branches, which is a very common uh, plant idea that uh, Jesus uses in scripture. And another one is the parable of the sower, which I'm just going to read now. So this is from Mark chapter four, uh, verses two and nine. And it is found in Matthew and Luke as well. And I'm going to be reading from the NIV. So it says, He taught them many things by parables, and in his teaching said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some 100 times. Then Jesus said, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. And so this whole idea of Jesus is talking here about spreading the gospel, about planting that seed of his good news. And then in some people's lives, it does take root but then they don't they don't take care of it right yeah they they just let it die just like planting a flower and then walking away from it and then other people things came along and choked the plant and we see that in people's lives sometimes where they get distracted by worldly things but then that amazing news that last seed that fell on good soil and obviously had what it needed to grow and then there was multiplication from yeah, that. it produced a crop yeah, yeah exactly and so there was that continual growth afterwards Mm -hmm. yeah nurturing is like 
such an important thing. Yeah. Nurturing our own, our own walk with Christ, yeah. our own faith journey. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and then it also just reminds me of, uh, Philippians one six. Cause the other thing we want to make sure is that we're not doing this all ourselves. Like, it's not just about us. It's not mm-hmm. that we accept Jesus into our life. Like we plant that seed and then Jesus just leaves us because he is like the farmer, right? Yeah. He, is he, the one. The, he still has a part to play. Yeah, exactly. A very important part. Yeah. And like what you were saying where the father and then the son, like take care of the branches, like they're both involved. And so Philippians one six says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out onto completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that is just so con- so um, encouraging that Jesus walks with us. Yeah, we're not alone in this no. journey. It's not like we're, we we were given a seed and it's like, okay, you're on your own. Yeah, yeah good exactly. Luck. <laughs> like there's the gardener, there's the farmer, there's the person who comes alongside and he nurtures us as well. And so we play a part, but then Jesus and God play such a huge part yeah. in it as well. Yeah. And that, that reminds me of the last line of um, John 15 the passage in yeah. John 15 where it says, this is how my father shows who he is when you produce grapes when, when, and when you mature as my disciples. And it's just this idea of the father's identity is seen. It can be seen mm-hmm. through us producing fruit and growing into mature disciples. And like that growth portion is so important to the Lord. Like he cares so much about the growth of our own hearts. Yeah. And so many scriptures are talking like talk about, like walk, walk in a certain way. And it's like, there's some, like you have to move forward when you're walking. If you're just staying stagnant, there's what good is that? Like you're not moving anywhere. Yeah. There's no growth. There's no, no, there's no continuing. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to get anywhere because you're just staying in one spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the same is true of like a seed in the ground that isn't going to like, that's pointless. It doesn't have any purpose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, when you were talking about like some people forget to nurture the seed or nurture their relationship with the Lord, like I have a bamboo plant that is mm. very, it means a lot to me because it, it, it holds significance um, and um, significance in my life, I guess. Mm. It's not significant for anyone yeah. else other than like, it's, it's just a special bamboo yeah. plant. And a friend was over the other day and she was like, your bamboo plant needs like, needs sun. It needs water. Like you need to take care of that. And I was like, yeah, but I, like, I always forget about it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like yeah. it is really such an honest mistake to forget about it, but you, you feel the effects of forgetting mm. about it. Yeah. Like I know for me, when I don't spend time with the Lord, when I don't spend time praying to him, worshiping him, like reading his word, I feel dry. Yeah. I feel like that, like you feel like you're not growing. You and feel that, how a dead plant looks. Like legit yeah. though. Like it's actually so accurate. And like we feel yeah, dry is the yeah. the only word you kind of feel meh. Yeah. And like when we when we put stuff in, like when we put intentionality into reading his word, worshiping him, praying to him, all these like classic things like yeah. read your Bible, <laughs> pray every day, you will grow. You know what I mean? So but like true, you actually do grow. Yeah. And like there is so much purpose in that. And it's not just to check it off a list to be like, oh, I, I read my Bible today. Like, no, like spend time in his presence, practice yeah. his presence. He will grow with you. Like yeah. he wants, he's invested in this process yeah. of growth. He wants you to grow. Yeah. He gets excited when we grow. And I think another thing for me, especially I was talking to someone about this in this whole plan analogy is, you know, it's about 
growing and continuing our relationship with God. And like you said, reading our Bible, spending time with him, but it's also to remind us that this is a process. Like it doesn't just happen overnight because I can become so discouraged when I'm, let's say like convicted about something. Let's say I'm convicted about my anger and I'm like, okay, I know that I shouldn't be angry. I need to be loving. I need to represent Christ's love. So I know that in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, so you should never be angry ever again because you're now made aware of it. Mm -hmm. But God's like, yeah, no, like it's a sanctification process. Like it's not going to happen overnight. And I was talking to someone about that. They were frustrated about like, oh, why am I still struggling with this? And I do this as well. It's like, I don't want to have to hand something over to God over and over and over again. But again, it's like the plant. What if the plant was like, well, you watered me yesterday. You shouldn't have to water me again today. (laughs) Right. Be like, well, no, like it's something that has to happen every day. And so we think about that in the positive aspect. Oh, it has to happen every day. We have to read our Bible every day. We have to pray to him every day. We have to spend and time with him every day but also in the negative things in our sin in our struggles we have to hand those over to god surrender them. every day yeah. sometimes every moment sometimes where yeah. i have to say okay god like i'm handing this over to you again because it's a process it's not yeah. a one-time thing we will not be i always tell people if there wasn't a growth process afterwards like jesus would just beam us up to heaven the minute we became a christian because what's the point afterwards yeah. but there's continuality. Like we have to continue growing in him. And then like you said, the crops, the multiplication of it, our growth then encourages other people's growth. And then we spread the seed and we uh, tell others about the gospel as well, hoping that that seed is planted and then they grow as well. Yeah. There's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I personally am not, I don't have a green thumb. Yeah, me neither. I feel like I always say I got my green thumb from my mother. She, she, if she got plants, they would be dead before you knew it. So (laughs) we always growing up, we had fake plants because you didn't have to water them and they looked nice, which actually could even relate to the Christian life because there are certain Christians who can portray themselves as being like a perfectly good plant, but they are just dead on the inside and dead yeah Yeah. so i uh, i don't have a big heart for plants yeah not that i don't like plants but do you know what i mean like gardening isn't your passion yeah and there are people who are passionate about plants and And i'm a little bit jealous of them because sometimes i'm like oh i i wish i was that person but i'm not yeah i'm not either but um i love that god can use personal stories that Mm. happen in our lives to teach us about himself and his character so i'm going to share a story um about uh my friend heather and she is a plant person she has such a delightful heart for plants and for growth and she I, it warms my heart all the time because she'll she'll be like, oh, I just got this new plant. Look at my new plant. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> Not that I don't care, but I just don't have the same excitement yeah. and love that she does. But this story, um, when it happened, I didn't really think about the metaphor behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But the Lord opened my eyes to see the metaphor behind it. And as soon as I saw that, I can't unsee it. Like it was just so beautiful in the way that it was revealed to me mm-hmm. in a sense. So... Um, like I said, my friend Heather, um, is very much a plant loving person. And I love that about her. Like it warms my heart so much. And she had this plant in her dining room that was quite a large plant. It had a lot, a lot of leaves, but it, a lot of the leaves were like dying. Like Mm. some of it was dying. And she's like, I put so much effort into Mm. these, like this plant. I water it every day. And she goes, I even tell it good things. Like I encourage (laughs) it. I'm like, you can do it. Like, that's what she says to this plant. And I just, I love her heart. And 
so she she had been like nurturing and pouring into this plant for so long and she hadn't seen any growth from it. Mm-hmm. And so my friend and I were over at her house for dinner and she we were sitting down literally to eat and she starts praying because she was going to pray before we eat, before we ate. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, past tense, future tense, yeah. whatever tense, whatever. Um, and so she was she was literally mid prayer. She was like, Lord, thank you so much for this food. And obviously her eyes weren't closed. <laughs> I'm just saying. But she looked over at this plant and mid prayer, she said, oh, my goodness, that is so exciting. And we all like we were sh- literally shocked because we were like, dude, you were just praying like, OK. And she was like, the plant has a leaf. And the leaf was maybe two centimeters. Yeah. Like this new growth of a leaf was maybe two centimeters. But she got so excited, literally mid prayer. Like, I can't stress that enough. She was in the middle of doing something else. But she got so excited about this plant because she saw growth. Mm. And even though the growth wasn't huge to any other per, like to me, I didn't notice it. I wasn't like I didn't care because yeah. I was like, oh, cool. It's, it's got a leaf but because she knew the process that she had put into it she nurtured her she knew the time that was needed the patience the dedication she was aware of all those things and she her heart her plant loving heart got so excited about this tiny little little itsy bitsy growth that to other people maybe didn't seem significant yeah and i just loved this story because this is this is God's heart for us. Mm. He cares for us. He loves us. And if we grow a whole new like a beautiful flower, he gets excited. If we grow a little itsy bitsy two centimeter leaf that looks insignificant, he still gets excited. Mm. He still his heart rejoices. It leaps for joy. And like he loves us and he cares for us. And as soon as I as soon as I didn't connect it, as soon as the Lord connected these dots between this story of my friend Heather to his love for us, like I, I just understood the love and the care and Mm. the excitement that he had for us. And so I, I, I feel like I'm just repeating it over and over again. Like he, he's patient. Mm -hmm. He puts time into us. He is dedicated to our growth. And when we grow, whether it's big or small, he is so happy like he has joy. And so I, man, like it just makes me love the Lord more. Yeah. Just thinking about the way that he loves us and the way he cares for us and the way he connected these dots and opened my eyes to see him through this story that seemed so silly. Like literally we were sitting mid prayer. She just got so excited, but that's, that's the Lord. Like he just gets so excited about us. So yeah, growing and like, Man, he just loves us. Yep. Yeah. I, I love that story because yeah. it's one thing to have metaphors and like we all know plants and we can all relate to that. But that was just such a specific, like it was such a specific thing that happened. Yeah. And then God revealed himself. And it just reminds us that like God can reveal himself to us in any way, like yeah. in any way. He's faithful the, to do that. Yeah, but that he connected those dots and that just this re- it related back to our plants um analogy and metaphor and everything i just love that yeah it just makes me so in awe of him like i'm i'm just constantly amazed yeah it's just so he's just so good yeah and he just loves us he cares for us he wants us to grow yeah right he nurtures us he's a farmer who is dedicated to his little plants (laughs) (laughs) to his little you know what i mean like he just loves us yeah so 
Yeah. So that was our analogies and metaphors yeah. relating to plants. So we hope that that was able to relate to you guys, whether you're early in your Christian walk or you've been a Christian for years and years, but that you would just be encouraged um, that we do need to grow, but also that it takes time yeah. and that God is patient with us and that we do need to um, daily surrender and hand things over to him and be spending time with him each and every day. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who has made it this far into our podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh, thank you to those who just continually support us. And mm -hmm. we just pray that you would you would just love God more through these podcasts. Yeah. Yep. So after seeing him, we pray that you go and, and make, make him, him known. known.